Hi there, and welcome to Operation Carpe Diem. I'm your host, Caitlin, and here we help business owners seize their opportunity for success. Ready to start seizing your day? Let's dive right in. Welcome back, friend. I am so glad that you're here. And this week, we are continuing our series, What Fuels You Up. This is part three, the final part of this series. And today, we are talking about what I have coined shine factor. This shine factor in our business, in our lives, and how we can keep our business fresh and interesting and able to withstand the test of time. So if you haven't listened to part one or part two on this What Fuels You Up series, pause this episode real quick, go back, give it a quick listen. That's episodes two and three, What Fuels You Up part one and What Fuels You Up part two. And then jump right back here so you're all caught up and ready to dive right in. So Devin and I really love the serotonin that comes with new stuff, whether that's like a material purchase, big or small, an experience, you name it. We love the serotonin that comes with getting new stuff. It could be as simple as finding a new song to add to our work playlist or as big as buying that $3,000 lens that we've been eyeballing for what seems like forever. (laughs) We love getting new things and mixing things up in our day-to-day life. For me personally, I feel as though sometimes in life I'm like a toddler cycling through toys in a playroom. You know how like some kids, they get a new toy It's their whole world for however long. And then it seems they're just bored of it. Like they're on to the next thing until one day, maybe, they roll back around and are obsessed with that same toy all over again. I know some people would call me crazy for saying that, but I know that I'm not the only one who feels like this. If we're talking about music, I love Broadway musicals. I'll go months and months listening to one show on repeat. (laughs) I'll know every word to every song and I will sing it like it is a one-woman show. And I'll go that way until I find something else that I'm obsessed with. And then the cycle repeats itself and I'm listening to that new show or album or song for months and months and months. Whenever I want to make an actual lifestyle change, I will try to space out those little bursts of serotonin for as long as I can. So let's say for instance, I were to start journaling. I wanted to pick up the hobby of journaling. I would start by buying myself a brand new notebook or journal or like prompt-based book. And then whenever I'm starting to lose interest in it, whenever I start getting the mindset of, man, do I really want to journal today? It just seems like so much work or whatever is going through my head. Whenever I start to become bored of this, then I would go and I would buy myself a new pen. And then I'm excited about journaling 
all over again because now journaling gives me an opportunity to use my brand new pen, right? And then with this cycle, I would buy myself some sticky notes or a sticker book, colored pens because I love organization, like color coding. I try to color code everything. So each of those things would give me a new burst of serotonin, a new burst of interest in this concept of journaling. And I would repeat that. I would buy myself sticky notes or a new pen or stickers or whatever I needed to, little purchases, to keep myself interested in journaling until it can become a set-in habit. I want to prolong these bursts of serotonin for as long as it takes for me to not think, man, do I really want to journal today? Do I really want to spend my energy on this? And until it becomes, I wake up and I'm immediately thinking about like journaling or I can journal before I go to bed at night without even thinking about it until it becomes this set in habit. So how does that relate to business? Whenever I started this whole What Fuels You Up series, I started it with a list of things that I know about cars. Now, if you remember, I am not a car person. Devin loves cars and knows so much more about them than I do, but I know three things to be true, right? Different cars have different fuel types. Some use gas, some use uh, diesel, some use electricity, Some are hybrids, and in episode one, we talked about how we as people, or we as business owners, have different fuel types, introverts, extroverts, ambiverts, and how we can get our fuel from different places, right? And then point two was about seating capacity. Some cars can only hold two people. Some cars can hold four or five, some can hold seven or even 15, like Devin's family's 15 passenger van. That's huge. And I shouldn't compare my seating capacity in life and business, how much time, how much bandwidth that I have for work or certain tasks in life. I shouldn't compare that to somebody else's seating capacity because our lives are completely different. And then point three, the point that we are talking about today was all about how I may love a shiny new paint job and a new car smell, but my old car is still reliable and can get me where I need to go, right? So if you are anything like me, I love just even driving past a car lot. I'm not a car person, but I can really appreciate just looking at the shiny new car with the leather interior and all of the cool features that my car does not have, right? Even just like the new car smell is very satisfying, right? All of a sudden, whenever I see that car, and this whole series was sparked by it, myself and Devin seeing a red Tesla in the lane next to us and thinking we might want to buy that car. Whenever I see that, I suddenly want that car. I see that car everywhere after that point. I'm driving down the road 
And whereas before I wanted that car, it seemed like I never saw a Tesla, especially like in the area that I'm in, Teslas are kind of far and few in between. But now that I want it, I'm noticing it everywhere. Everybody has a Tesla. Everybody and their brother has a Tesla now. And whenever I see my 10th Tesla of the day, my car is feeling a little drab. <laughs> it's like everybody has this cool new thing and I suddenly feel left out. Whenever we think about business, I think that it's easy to feel that same mindset of my car is old or everybody has this new thing and I'm suddenly feeling drab and left out whenever somebody new comes into our field. So I'm a photographer. So for the sake of this example, I'm just going to use a photographer, but this can apply to so many businesses, so many fields, whether you have a coffee shop or an Etsy business or make t-shirts out of your home. Like this can apply to anything. If I see somebody have a session with a photographer that I've never heard of, or if somebody that I'm Facebook friends with starts a business that feels the same as mine, they're starting their own photography company, then all of a sudden I start to feel, or I could start to feel, a little bit drab, a little bit like old news, especially because it seems like for the next month or two or even three months, I'm seeing nothing but this new photographer, right? If one of my friends goes and has a photo shoot with this new photographer and they first post pictures and I see it and that's my first initial interaction with this new photographer and they post their pictures and uh, they're talking about how much fun they had and how everybody should book a session with this new photographer. For the next three months, it seems like all of my Facebook friends are getting pictures with this new photographer or I'm seeing random pictures and thinking, oh, like, I wonder who took those, and it's that new photographer, right? I'm not even looking for it, it just seems like it's everywhere. Just like whenever I want that Tesla, it seems like everybody on the road has a Tesla now. Have you ever felt like that? I think you probably have, because we as humans love these bursts of serotonin. We love experiencing something that's new and fresh and exciting. So whenever something new happens, whenever that new business opens up, everybody is excited to just rush on in, right? Whenever that new coffee shop opens up down the street, people want to check it out. They want to see what all of the buzz is about, see if it's any good. We could even say the same things about big businesses like Apple. Do you think that Apple would be nearly as successful as they are right now if they would have launched their iPhone and then just crickets? That was it, right? People would have probably talked about it for a little bit and then there would be nothing else to talk about. We could even say the same thing if they launched a bunch of different products like all at once, right? If they in January, launched the iPhone, the new MacBook, an iPad, and a Mac. People are going to be really excited in January, and maybe a little bit of February, maybe even a little bit of March. 
But like after that, the excitement is going to die down significantly, right? That's why Apple has multiple launches per year. They have their iPhone and their iPad launching in the spring. And then by fall, they're launching the new update of the MacBook Pro with an M2 chip instead of the M1. And then weeks later, they're already talking about development for an, an, an even newer product. There is something that is always exciting and always new about Apple. And Apple does that because their customers want to be a part of something that is new and exciting. So is that the secret to long-term success? Do you have to keep your business fresh and exciting and constantly launch new products in order to stay relevant? The answer may surprise you because I believe it's both yes and no. Let me explain that a little bit for you. I think that as business owners, we want to be constantly exciting, just like Apple is, right? But we don't necessarily have the capacity to continuously launch new products. As a photographer, I can only launch so many things. If I'm a wedding photographer, I... I can't just have a bunch of different wedding packages. And if I launch like senior photography into my brand or family sessions or branding sessions or headshots or products or whatever it is, eventually I'm going to run out of services to launch. And with that, with the capacity of my business, like we talked about last week, With so many different things that I'm focusing on, so many different experiences with different tasks that need to be done for each of those, I'm not going to be doing any of those services to my fullest capacity. They're not going to be at 100% each. It's not effective, it's not very plausible for my business to launch 20 different services, but I still want to be exciting, new, and relevant. So how do I do that? There are little things, little tasks, little packages even that make our businesses more exciting. Things that seem so mundane and simple to you could be the most intriguing thing some of your followers have ever seen. Um, or maybe not ever, like that's that's a little bit of a high pressure word, but it could be really intriguing for some people, right? If you're on TikTok at all, and and I'm not a TikTok expert at all, but I do spend probably more time on there than I should. <laughs> I love watching all of these videos and I love watching videos about small businesses and there was a sound on TikTok that was really viral and trending for a while and it was about how as a small business owner you should film every single aspect of your business because you don't know what part of your business 
could make you go viral. And I believe that that is so true. It could be as simple as how you answer an email to make a new couple inquiring about their wedding day feel loved and supported even before they've even booked with you or received pricing or anything that makes you seem like the most caring wedding photographer on the planet and that might get you more bookings. It could be as simple as you get a new light stand or something like a new package for your business and you open it in your Instagram stories and people are so excited because you just maybe got a lens for your camera and their wedding is next month and they're excited for you to get to use that new piece of equipment at their wedding day. There are even times whenever I get like dresses from Amazon and I'll try it on in my stories and I'll get dozens of messages asking where I got it or can they have the link where it looks so good on me, right? And that's not to like flatter myself or anything. I am far from an influencer, far from it. But these little moments in our businesses can form a community of people who think like us and who like the things we like and that we are marketing towards as business owners. I don't have to be constantly launching new products in order to have the same effect as a launch. Every time that I photograph a wedding can be seen as a new launch. Whenever I post sneak peeks after somebody's wedding, that's like I'm launching another couple, a new couple into our community. I can post, you know, however many pictures Instagram only lets me pick 10, which is sad. Um, and on Facebook, I just, you know, post all of their sneak peeks. And people are so excited to look through all of them and see how they did their florals or what did the bride's dress look like? How did they do their hair? What was their venue like? What were their colors? And they're commenting about how pretty everything was, or how gorgeous the bride looked. They're hyping everything up. And then, a few weeks later, I'll walk into a wedding day, and the bride has a very similar element. I've photographed a wedding before with sweet Mallory, and I walk into Mallory's getting ready space, and she has a ladder for me in the corner, like a little like wooden ladder, very decorative for me to hang her dress on for dress shots because two weeks before her wedding, I had another bride have a ladder in their venue already and I hung their dress on that and she thought it was so beautiful. She just had to get one for her wedding. That's how close your community can be whenever you think about each piece of content, each point in your day, each task that you do can be new and exciting content. Can be new and exciting, not even content, but just new and exciting. Whenever I think about the relevance of my business long term, the longevity of my business, 
I want to think about it the same way that I think about implementing journaling into my life, right? I want to be constantly pumping little bursts of serotonin into my audience. That way they don't get bored, right? I want to buy myself that new pen or that sticky note or that colored pen or the sticker book in order to keep myself interested in journaling so long that it becomes a subconscious thought. We want to give our audience, our customers, both existing and potential customers, little bursts of interest, excitement, and serotonin to keep us the business at the forefront of their mind. Have you ever noticed that whenever you buy a new car, or if you know someone that has bought a new car, that things seem to work well for a while, and then you start noticing little things that might be wrong with it? I know this happens to my family, it seems like. My mom bought a new car a few years ago, and right off the bat, she noticed some things that were wrong with it and she had to call and call and call the dealership to get it fixed. And on the flip side, there are some cars that people have had for years and years and years and they've earned their nickname Old Reliable for a reason, right? It's just no matter how many miles are on it, it just always seems to work and get you where you need to go. In our business, we want to be old reliable. We want to have the reliability that comes with a longevity of a business. But we also want that shine factor. So I've told you that Devin is the car guy, right? He loves working on cars and he loves taking old cars and sprucing them up, so to speak. So he has an 06 Ford Focus with a manual stick shift, and he's all the time looking at ways to modernize that car. I know one of the things that we've talked about is putting an Apple CarPlay radio into his car, which is something that's kind of standard now. Um, it's in my car, but it's definitely not something that would have been in an 06 Ford, right? So just like we can put a modern radio with all of the new features into Devin's old 06 Ford Focus, we can keep shine factors in our reliable business, our old reliable business. Our shine factor doesn't have to wear off the same way that it does the moment we drive a car off of a lot. Our shine factor doesn't have to wear off of our business just because we've been in business a year and we're not the shiny new face on the block. We can stay shiny every time that we make a post, every time that we send an email in our email list, no matter what it's about. It could be about anything in our entire workflow. It could be as simple as posting sneak peeks from that wedding day like we talked about, or how we edit a session, or before and afters, or an inquiry call that we had, anything. Every time that we make a post like that, any time that we launch that out into the world, we are staying relevant. And 
we're staying shiny, right? We're building trust in our brand, but we're making sure that our customer base, our audience is hearing our name repeatedly. We're at the forefront of their mind. We are giving them something to talk about and building trust in our brand at the same time. Whenever we stay relevant and shiny and exciting in whatever field we're in, we are making sure that whenever our potential customers in the future, when they are making a decision on who they want to hire or who they want to spend their money with, that we are the first people, the first business to come to mind. I want to be so relevant in the minds of my customers that whenever they finally get engaged and are ready to start looking at wedding photographers, I'm the first person they inquire with. And we do that by staying shiny and building trust in our reliability at the same time. The last thing that I will say before we go is I don't know where you are in your business. I don't know if you are rolling in that shine factor right now because you just opened up and you are so fresh and relevant. I don't know if you've been doing this for years and maybe you're feeling a little bit drab yourself, like you're no longer relevant. You're old news. I don't know where you are, but I want to challenge you this week to think about ways that you can launch yourself into the minds of your audience. I don't know how big your portfolio is or how small or how big or small your inventory is or whatever your situation is. I want you to think, how can you make whatever portfolio or inventory or anything you have, how can you make that into trustworthy content this week? If you're a wedding photographer like me and you've only photographed uh, maybe a handful of weddings in your career, how are you going to take that handful of images that you're so proud to share, how are you going to caption it in a way that builds trust in your brand even though it's new? A wedding is one of the biggest days of somebody's life. You can't just post a pretty picture and expect to get bookings. You can't just post whatever it is you're selling and hope people will buy it. You have to build trust in yourself, in your business, and stay relevant. So think about how you can do that with what you have right now, and then go implement it. I said in the very first episode of this podcast that one client doesn't keep you in business, right? Unless you know how to see the potential in that one client. One wedding doesn't keep you in business unless you know how to take that wedding and turn it into content that is relevant for your audience, that will keep you at the forefront of their minds, and that will make sure that you are the first person they think of whenever they get engaged themselves. So think about what you have, what you 
do, what kind of experience you give, what work goes into your day-to-day business, and think about how you can turn that into shine, into relevance, into trust and reliability for your brand, and then go implement it. And if you're implementing it on Instagram, be sure to give me a follow on there and send me a DM because I want to be your biggest cheerleader when you're doing this. Nothing makes me happier than seeing business owners implementing these key strategies into their own businesses and finding success. And I want to cheer you on for this entire journey. So be sure to find me on there. Thank you for listening to Operation Carpe Diem. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow along on Instagram at Caitlin Wilcox Photography. That's C-A-I-T-L-I-N Wilcox Photography. Until next time, let's go seize the day.